first of all, I want to say welcome to the Mankind Podcast. This is a podcast committing to helping men, dudes, homies, guys, what have you, anyone really, figure out why kindness is vital and how to shape our world with it. This is especially important in today's polarizing, drama-driven social media, blurt and backlash atmosphere. This podcast is to help you and me uh, learn the tools necessary to live a life of awareness, intelligence, and empathy. So I think about it, one of the most difficult things about kindness is selling people on it. Not that anyone thinks kindness is bad, but why would anyone ever prioritize it, especially if it costs something? In today's episode, I want to help us find our ROI of kindness. If you haven't already, I want to invite you to hit subscribe. That helps us spread the news and spread the goodness of what we're doing here on the podcast. It does everything from help raise awareness to getting future guests onto the show. So if you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And thank you very much. Let's get going on this episode. Okay, I I get it. We've been doing this podcast together, you and I, for a few episodes now, and I get the impression you're probably wondering at this point, okay, a podcast on kindness for dudes, for for men. Bro, is this is this real? And and look, I I I I genuinely feel that sense that, but like look, I'm not going to try to talk you into it, but I will say Uh, Like it or not, your life as a man is made up of relationships. Relationships like most anything, your car, your house, your dog, requires management. In fact, uh, years ago when I bought my first house, I remember I, I remember being so excited. I was, you know, kind of excited to show it off, but like in a humble way, kind of way, right? So I, I took one of my mentors by to see my brand new first house you know, to scope it out and whatnot. And, you know, I showed him around the house and the kitchen and the living room and there's the backyard and, and all that. And he, you know, he kind of was looking at the house and shaking his head. And at the end he was like, yeah, happiness and home ownership. And you chose home ownership. Er, I was like, wait, I was like, what? I mean, no one told me it was one or the other. And Boy, did that first house, man, it took some work. And you know, relationships are not all that different. They do take work. And this is true of your closest relationships, be that a spouse, your boss, partners, and yes, even your best friends, your homies, the guys you just gel with. Uh, It is also true of your casual interactions. This could be a bartender, barista, the people who just work outside of your department, or the neighbors a few houses down that you just haven't really spoken with much. So if you want to achieve your full potential in relationships, and I mean all relationships, be that the spouse, boss, partner, coworkers, kids, parents, your next job interview, or your next job, you, sir, are going to need to know how to maintain, catalyze, and invest in those relationships that are most important. And the currency for those relationships is, you guessed it, kindness. So what does that mean? Uh, 
first of all, let's just go over some concepts and definitions. So I love this idea, playing with this idea of investing with kindness. It's kind of a powerful resource at our disposal. So here's the question for you. How am I investing in my most important relationships? You know, since we are talking about investing, some good counsel on the importance of investing in relationships is probably Mr. Warren Buffett. He's only considered one of the most successful business tycoons and investors in the world. And this year, his estimated worth was $78.9 billion. That is with a B. And he puts it this way. Your only measurement of success should be the number of people you want to have love you actually do love you. Let that sink in for a second, okay? Because that is the king of finance telling me, Mr. What's a Budget, about the most important thing in life. And no, he's not saying money will make you happy or money can buy you love and relationships. He is pointing to the fact that what's going to determine your success is the ROI, return on investment of important relationships. The people you want to have love you actually do love you. So this is where we should explore the concept of emotional ROIs. Now, if you go online and Google stuff around this, you're going to find there's not a lot of cohesion around this term. It sort of varies corporation to corporation as a term that you mostly find internal business blogs addressing the sales team on how purchases make an emotional impact on the customers or a marketing agency talking about how a brand makes you feel when you see it. Like when I see the golden arches, I start craving salty fries, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I think the pearl inside this oyster of emotional ROIs is the idea that the measurement invested, the measurement invested is proportional to the return on investment. What, all right, so what do I mean by that? All right, so let's take a couple examples. Um, walking down the street, you smile at me, I smile back. Uh, maybe we hang out for lunch and you, we take turns, you know, or you get the first round, I get the next round. Or what happened recently to me, a landscaping guy was working on my neighbor's lawn, but came by my house and at no charge, he helped me fix my lawnmower. Now, anytime I need lawn care, he's the guy I go to. I hire him for help. It's all give and take. And these examples are pretty equal exchanges. The investment is relatively equal to the return. But let's talk about how kindness can actually build compound interest and that raises the floor to improve the world, all right? All these exchanges of currency in kindness, these apply in life, business, recreation. In a sense, they make up an ecosystem of interactions around us, a network of interconnected habits and behaviors, sort of like the stock market with different exchanges uh, essentially bouncing around and off of each other. Some of these behaviors build off of each other in positive ways. So you're driving down the road and you break to let somebody in front of you in traffic and they're likely to pass that along to more vehicles in front of them. Not just one car, but multiple cars, regardless of their investment. If you're a great repairman who takes 
their job seriously and is nice to your clients, those clients will return into referrals and actually build up your business. You're consistently hitting your numbers by showing your clients that you care and you're going to get their continued business, uh, their recommendation to hire you, Uh, to their friends, and probably eventually you'll even get a raise out of that. These behaviors build a positive economy around them. And the opposite is true as well. Behaviors that build off of each other can also create chaos and a negative environment. And I won't give you examples, but suffice to say that this episode is being recorded in the year of our Lord 2021. There are examples everywhere. So uh, kindness improves the world. That's the message. That's what this is all about. Wow, that's A real nice sentiment. Very original, Girdler. Look, I didn't say I was brilliant. I said I was going to talk about these things because speaking openly about these issues leads to real change. And frankly, even though these are simple concepts, we kind of suck at it. And why is that? Well, I think we can observe uh, the, the opposite of kindness is not meanness. It's division. It's when people stop looking for new and open possibilities in others and we lose trust in one another. You know, financially speaking, going back to our metaphor, a strong global economy requires trust. It requires cross-trading. When we hold back and invest in too few things, we become vulnerable when difficult times come along. And this kind of kindness is that hard kind and costs something kind of kindness that is Uh, It's building connectedness with others. You got to actually spend money to make money and you got to give kindness to get kindness. And this is where we get to the what's in it for me, you know, because if we're talking about ROI, that R return is really important. So first, I'm just going to say this is my favorite part of the episode, and I'm glad you're here for this part. Just by listening to this podcast, I imagine you too must have an intuitive understanding that kindness is immensely important in the world, and not just for the big W world, but for your own personal world around you. But this uh, take back, the get back, the return on kindness will ultimately lead to your own personal peace and satisfaction in the world. You become more aware of the world around you by putting kind practices in place and you become better at managing tough situations in every situation, be it with a child, a spouse, a difficult client. This is the things that are going to help improve you. So first, kindness increases your intelligence. When we invest with kindness into others, we build up an emotional intelligence. And if we're sticking with the financial theme here, this is like having perks when you invest. You know, Kickstarter is a really good example of this. When you invest a certain amount, there's some perks that come along with each tier of investing. In the matter of emotional intelligence, it increases our decision-making ability, our effectiveness at leading people, which increases team performance. It decreases turnover, stress goes down, and good things happen. Secondly, kindness catalyzes your character. And I said this a few weeks ago that no one just wakes up in the morning being kind. It takes work putting practices in place that help us make a difference in the world. But really, we become a difference in the world. What I mean is when we think on these things, when they become subconscious, 
I love the way Tim Sanders puts this in his book, uh, Today We Are Rich. It changes our beliefs. And when we believe it, we act differently, changing our behaviors. In short, working at kindness changes our character. Working at being kind and working on ourselves, we become known as the kind of leader others want to work with. And we are changing not just what we're known for, but what we're known by. You catch that subtle difference? It's not just your acts, it's your character. We're making a statement that we will be people known and relied on by our actions. And lastly, the compound interest of investing with kindness is it's going to build bravery. Uh, Joseph Campbell wrote this uh, famous book, A Hero's Journey. It's kind of become the Bible on narrative and heroes. Uh, And he did a call. He calls upon all leaders that the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. Author and Brene Brown kind of gives us an important practice to accompany this by writing down, what is the treasure I seek? It could be less fear. It could be uh, less feeling alone, more authenticity, more courage, more working together. But then equally important, the second question, what is the cave I fear to enter? And maybe it's fear to admit that you don't know something or that I suffer from imposter syndrome, that I don't want to share that I'm scared for our company's future, that I feel stuck or scared or tired. Any of those relate? Now, how does this help us become kinder men? This kind of work is built on vulnerability. And we start with being vulnerable with ourselves, becoming more aware of the fears and pressures we're feeling. We start by taking them to a few trusted individuals and share our whole selves. I recently tried this practice, and you know what I discovered? That I felt way more alone than I was even willing to admit to myself. So I took this to my wife and I processed this with her. And there was no blaming, no fixing, uh, just here's what I'm discovering within myself, within the cave I fear to enter. And then I took it to a few trusted friends who helped me see, process what could be causing it, and then identify a few next steps. You know, when I was hiding it, it led uh, to really shitty behavior and outbursts of uh, sharp words and feelings that I, I didn't understand. And, and I'm not done with that work. I'm not healed. Uh, but that is a great next step. Being brave with what is going on inside my head is leading to more kindness. And in this case, with myself and those around me. So that is the compound ROI on kindness. It increases intelligence, it catalyzes contagious character, and it builds bravery. And we're going to talk very soon in a couple episodes about how, what are some actual practices you can put into place, and we're going to talk about the four P's uh, to how to invest that kindness within others. I hope you'll join us there. Once again, this has been the Mankind Podcast. I'm so thankful. Hey, if you haven't already, uh, hit subscribe, leave a comment. Uh, When you do that, it helps the podcast uh, really 
uh, grow and it helps us connect with future leaders and people that we know that you would want to hear from on how to become kinder men, making the world unapologetically good. So once again, I'm so thrilled you've joined us here today on the Mankind Podcast. Mm-hmm.